Welcome to the On Two Podcast. This is Breezy with my co-host B. What's up, everybody? Hey, let's get things started. On Two said, "Hut, hut." So, starting things off right out the gate, Super Bowl. I think it was a pretty good game myself. You know, got Kansas City thirty-one and forty-nine was twenty. Yeah, it was a pretty good game. Um, I mean, my opinion, the game was better than halftime, so just my opinion. Really? You ain't like that halftime show, mm-hmm. man? So I, 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 I didn't even watch it. Really? <laughs> I, was oh, I was tuned in. <laughs> hey, I was ready for a wardrobe malfunction around that thing. Oh, though. man, the NFL will never let that happen again. <laughs> you can forget about that. But, nah, I mean, the game was pretty good, you know. Pat Mahomes got that, got that MVP like you said he would, yep. you know. Even though, for real, to me and to most people who watch football, at least all the commentators anyway, you know, he didn't. He wasn't even playing good till what seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. That's it. They turned it on. Just like I mean, you know, I, I, I'm not finna lie. I doubt it. I thought um, around minute eight, I was like, oh, this is over. There's no coming back from this, but. Well, the 49ers started throwing the ball. What's she throwing the ball well, for? I, man, that is the dumbest coaching move. Shanahan, yeah. man, like, it's just, he, he can't, that's what he going to remember for. Going 0-2 in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. with the lead because you don't know how to run the ball run and the football. milk the clock. There's no reason why you can't take 25 to 30 seconds off per play if you run in the ball, yeah. especially in the fourth quarter. Definitely. They they easily could have milked their their uh the the drive before the the uh, Chiefs went on the run they easily could have milked two minutes off the clock easily the Chiefs should have got the ball back with five minutes left man and the thing about it is why why you got Jimmy G throwing like that thirty attempts that's that's just crazy in yeah. the Super Bowl. I mean, you know, he hasn't thrown for real all all postseason, but you got to throw him like that in the Super Bowl. Why? That's not your bread and butter. Your bread and butter is running the ball. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, man. And only, what, 12 carries for your lean rush? Yeah, that's, that, that is, that's horrible. 12 carries for 58 yards, you know. But that boy Debo Samuel, though, man. I was just going to say, Debo turned in on, man. I was happy to see Debo turn up the way he did. And the thing about it is, San Francisco is a running team, a misdirection running team, you know. Yeah. And that's that's what I expected to see more of, you know. Yeah. But I mean, all the blame can't go to Shanahan and Garoppolo. George Kittle did absolutely nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Not. Yeah. It is what it is, man. <laughs> he did absolutely. You, the biggest game of your career, you've got to show up. Well, to me, really, none of the receivers really showed out like that. George Kittle, you know, four receptions for 36 yards. Tyreek Hill, okay, yeah, nine receptions for 105, you know. That was a pretty good game. But I mean, Travis Kelsey had six receptions with, with a TD, you know. But when you got a guy like uh, Tyreek Hill stepping it up the way he did, you, you can't ask for more than that from a receiver. Nine receptions. In the game, you mean? I don't know how much more you want from a receiver. Yeah, but I told you, I told you, Richard Sherman lost half a step though, didn't? It? Yeah, I, I told oh, you yeah. that, oh, yeah. and it was definitely seen on on the field. You know, but, so, 
not too many guys can keep up with Tyreek Hill though. Nah, nah, you, even at prime. But still though, he he could have made some of them, bruh. Like he up there anticipating the route, trying to jump the route for for INC. That ain't always the best thing to try to do, you know. Yeah. I get where he coming from with it, but man, he too that boy too fast for that man. Way too fast. He he's way you can't be jumping routes on him because you try to jump a route, and as you seen this thing, you know he gone down the field. The best thing you can do for a guy like Tyreek Hill is to run a, a cover two. I mean, have a safety over the top, put the cornerback up and press, and pray to God that he don't get behind the safety. Yep, man, that's, that's that's pretty much all you can do. That's about all you can do. But man, Pat Mahomes with the with the two interceptions, man, I I wasn't expecting that. No, not, not at all, not at all, man. But overall, I I thought Andy Reid called a pretty good game. Um, I was definitely happy to see him get his first Super Bowl ring. I feel like he definitely deserved it. Uh, so kudos to the Chief himself. Uh, now he will. Easily walk into the Hall of Fame. Oh, he was going in the Hall before before the suit. Win, lose, or draw, he he was going into the Hall. You know, at least that's what I think he was going yeah. into the Hall. You know, yeah. he, he's that good of a coach. You know, he's a he's a player's coach, but he means business. You know, like I don't know, Shanahan might want to go work up under him for a little while. Yeah, <laughs> Lee talking about outcome. Shanahan outcoached himself. Yeah, oh, definitely, man. He he tried to outsmart himself. But let me ask you this: now talking about Andy Reid walking into the Hall of Fame, where would you rank him as far as coaches in the, in the NFL? Current coaches. Current coaches in the NFL. Yeah, would, would he be top five, top ten? Who would you rank him? Oh, he's definitely in top ten. I mean, Bill Belichick definitely in front of him. Um, that might as a current coaches. Yeah. Him, Bill Belichick, Andy Reid, Sean Payton got to be up there. In front of Reid? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if Sean Payton. He did win the Super Bowl before one, though. Payton, Payton did, yeah. Payton won the Super Bowl before Andy did. That's true. But Andy still had more success before Payton Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Oh, John Harbaugh, you know, he's off Andy Reid's tree. You know, and he won he won one before he did. And Harbaugh is a hell of a coach. Harbaugh is a is a no great coach, man. Like John Harbaugh. He's better than his brother. I I ask you this. How about how about this? Mike Tomlin or Andy Reid? Because you seen what Mike Tomlin did this year with nothing. Yeah. Nothing. He went through what, like four quarterbacks this year? Yeah, yeah. Then he has won a couple of Super Bowls. As much as I love Andy Reid, and I think that's just the Eagles fan in me, um, because of what he did for our franchise, I, I'm, I'm going to have to say Tomlin. Up. I, I believe Tomlin is a great coach. I've always been a fan of Mike Tomlin, and Pittsburgh is so smart to hold on to him. Yeah, okay, so give me Bill Belichick, Mike Tomlin, Andy Reid, Sean Payton, and then Pete Carroll. I was going to say no Pete Carroll with that. Yeah, I put Pete Carroll at number five. What about you, man? Okay. All right. Oh, shoot. I want to say Doug Peterson. He do have a ring. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. 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 He wouldn't wouldn't, wouldn't compare. I I would have to go Belichick one, of course. Um, I would go Andy Reid two. 
Give me Pete Carroll 3. What? Yeah. Sudden Pain 4. What? It's on Hardball 5. Man. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I ain't even put time on it. Exactly. So, <laughs> give me Belichick 1. Yeah. Reed 2. Tumbling 3. Okay, yeah. They pain 4. And Hardball 5. So, okay. I'm, I'm going to leave Carroll out. Okay, okay. Though Carroll is the only coach, though, I do believe the only coach. They have both an NCAA championship and a Super Bowl. Oh, which one of them the youngest? Is it Harbaugh or Tomlin? Because I know Belichick old, Reed old, uh, John old. I mean, Pete Carroll old. Yep. I wonder, uh, so it's either got to be... Well, according to Wikipedia, John Harbaugh is 57. 57. Oh, he's older than I thought he was. How old is Mike Tumble? I don't think he I don't think he that old though. Mike Tumble is only forty seven. Yeah, he's yeah. only forty seven. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. Okay, so out of out of your top five coaches, who who would you have be your coach for the next five to ten years? Five to ten, man, um it would have to be so for me it'll come down between Peyton and Tumble. Simply because of age. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll be talking two to three. Give me Belichick or Reed. Anything over, I'll say, six years, give me Mike Tomlin. Yeah, man. 47 years old. That is the stat of the day. That just blew me away. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like he's been with the Steelers. A lot longer. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But, That's amazing. But so back to the Super Bowl, man. Like, did you enjoy the game? Like the entirety of the game? Like, was it interesting to you? Was you locked in the whole time? Or, oh uh, yeah, it it was a good game. I, I I wasn't locked in the whole time. Um, Super Bowls for me is normally just a party. It's a reason to get together and just have a good time. So yeah. you know, of course, it was battles before to go to the kitchen. You. You know, back in the game, you go to the bar, you back to the game. Yeah. Um, yep. But flip them burgers back yeah, on the game. You know? Definitely. But um, overall, I mean, it was a good game. It, it it was enough to keep me focused. You know, I, I kept up with the score and made sure I knew what was going on. Unlike last year's Super Bowl, which I think I watched kickoff and that was about it. That was about it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, to me, overall, it was a. It was a pretty good game. I can't even lie about that. Like, I was pretty much locked in for the whole entire game. I missed a little bit in the third quarter because of festivities. But, you know, I was I was pretty locked in, especially the fourth quarter. I was I wanted to see if uh, KC was going to come back. Yeah. Because I knew if that was going to turn it on, it was going to be in the fourth quarter. I didn't know it was going to be that late in the fourth quarter. Even, even still, the 49ers had a chance at the end, man. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean they they, it's amazing how they just squandered that away though. And still, I'm just blown away by they still because before it jumped up to 31. You know what I'm saying? The only reason why they had 31 is because Damian Williams broke one at the end for like what 28, 30, 30 something yards. Yeah, he broke one off at the end. That's why the score jumped jumped up like that. But yeah. they still had a chance with two minutes left to go. You know. And Garoppolo, he just couldn't get it done. Froze under pressure, man. 
He couldn't. He couldn't get it done. You know, Bell. I bet Belichick. I mean, not Belichick. Uh, Brady. Brady happy that he couldn't get it done. Oh, I'm sure he you is. Know? I'm, I'm like, sure. I bet he going to Belichick. Like, this is the guy you want to replace me with. <laughs> Robert know? Kraft is. Is this the guy you want? Yeah, Robert Kraft. <laughs> ain't you happy you stuck with me now? Yeah. You know, but. I mean, it was his first time in the Super Bowl. You know, he only got like. 29 starts, you know, so I mean what Tom Brady has did is is, is you're not going to see it again. It's just you're not going to see it again. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, he is getting older. I wouldn't mind having Garoppolo still. I mean, Garoppolo's not a, a bad quarterback. I think he is an NFL starter. You know, I mean, he, he did just take his team to the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, definitely. Now, um, okay, okay. Would you say in the next ten years, who would have of those two who would have more appearances in the Super Bowl? Pat Mahomes or Jimmy Garoppolo? Pat Mahomes. You think so? Yep. Give me, give me Pat Mahomes. It de- it depends. Well, give me Pat Mahomes. I think Pat Mahomes is a better quarterback. Pat Mahomes also has the better receivers right now to to Jimmy Garoppolo. You know. Both of them got two all-star tight ends, but Jimmy Garoppolo got, got uh, to me, Pat Mahomes got the better receivers than Garoppolo right now. Both of them got two good all-star tight ends, you know, all NFL tight ends, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But Jimmy Garoppolo got Debo Samuel, you know, that's really his, 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 Receiver, but Debo Samuel, he's good as a little scat back, really, as a you know a slot like, running the end yeah, around and stuff around. like that. Yeah, misdirection. That's just a straight out. He's he's no Tyreek Hill, Mm-mm. and they're using him in that Tyreek Hill kind of scheme. He's no Tyreek Hill or Sammy Watkins. Yeah, you know but he, he he doesn't have the speed and the agility as those two guys have. He don't. So to me, Pat Mahomes is a better quarterback, but he also has the better receivers right now. You know, right now. But you know, in the NFL, that can change by tomorrow. Yeah, it it could. But you know, I still think I said Pat Mahomes, man. Give me give me Pat Mahomes as far as success throughout their career. I think Pat Mahomes will be more. He already is more successful than he Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah. and an MVP. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So give me, give me, give me, give me Pat. Because I mean, I, and I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm, um, I agree. I totally agree. But think, think about how crazy it is. Like the quarterbacks we remember are the quarterbacks with the rings. How many yep. times do people mention Donovan McNabb? No. Or Steve McNair. So either you got a ring or you play for the Cowboys because people bring up Tony Romo all the time. Well, Tony Romo is also <laughs> probably the greatest sports broadcaster doing sports right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, even still, though, he was still a, a good quarterback, bro. If it wasn't for the injuries, then he had that Brett Favre mentality. Oh, I don't know if this is open, so I'm just going to throw it up, which gave him all them picks. But really looking at it, Tony Romo was the second – was the – uh what, third best quarterback for Dallas? You know, but, I mean, yeah. If you ain't got a ring, you don't, you don't get remembered. Third? Who's the other two? 
Troy. And Roger Stallback. Oh, he's just coach. He's just coach. No, nah, he played, but you 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 would put that over, over Romo right now. No. So you telling me you'd rather have Romo over that? Yeah. Right now. Well, okay. Take age out of it. Take age out of it. Give me Tony Tony Romo in his prime versus that right now. Wow. Yeah, I, I'll take <laughs> wow. I'll take Tony, Tony Romo. Because the thing about that man, that he don't get me wrong. Now he can be that elite quarterback. But I don't think he's there right now. Like, he deserves the money, you know what I'm saying, which brings that up, yeah. It's it's contract negotiations for him in Dallas, you know. He deserves the money. He hasn't – he's he's right on par with – right there with Wentz. What has Wentz won? Wentz hasn't won a Super Bowl. But Wentz led, led a team to the playoffs. To the playoffs. Yeah. Dallas has been to the playoffs too. He led a, a hell of a season to the playoffs. Dallas has too, bro. Dak's done exactly what Carson Wentz has done. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. His record and uh, him and and uh, other quarterbacks that came out in this in this class or the class before, like he's right there with them. You get what I'm saying? So get give him that money, man. Okay, okay. So on a scale of one to ten, how bad would you be to see him becoming free agent this year? Uh, uh. Scale, scale of 1 to 10. About, about a 9. Like, <laughs> for real. For real, for real. He don't, he, he like, he want to become a free agent this year. What If they don't come to a deal this year, then they going to franchise tag. And franchise tag is never good. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's good for the franchise. It hurts the players. Yeah, it hurts the player because there's no... There's no really guaranteed long-term deal because what if you get franchise tag and break it and mess mess up your Achilles and can't play again? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like suffer a career in injury, you know, career ending injury. You know, that's not nobody wants to be a franchise tag. You know? Oh, definitely, definitely. Okay, uh, so moving on. Let's 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 fast forward. Three hundred and sixty-five days. Super Bowl fifty-five. Mm-hmm. At this point, what is your way too early prediction for next year's Super Bowl? I like Tennessee coming out the AFC. I I I don't I don't care. I I like Tennessee with Derrick Henry coming out the AFC, bro. They was up on Kansas City. My only problem with Tennessee is all they have is Derrick Henry. All they have right now is Derrick Henry. But they can put the pieces together and become a real contender for it. Starts with quarterback. Do you, do you think Tannehill is that guy? I don't think. He, he could be. He he very well could. I don't know if he is. That's a question mark. That's that's probably the biggest question mark on the team. Now, word is, Brady and Giselle was in Nashville looking at Bell Academy as a spot for their children to go to school. But I've also heard rumors that he's thinking about going home to San Francisco, because that's where he's from. <laughs> that's what he he has to screw over Jimmy Garoppolo, doesn't he? Bro, but you, and the thing about it like this, they can the Forty ers can cut Jimmy Garoppolo even after all that money they paid him, and they'll only be having four million dollars of that dead money in, in their cap space. That's not a lot. What did Jimmy Garoppolo do to Tom Brady back in the day? I have no idea. I mean, 
Did he piss in his Cheerios or something? I have no idea. <laughs> like, I I don't know. He he. I guess he was snapping him a ball on the field or hit him in the face or something. Man, he had to do something too. But anyway, the Forty ers would be absolute fools to cut Jimmy Garoppolo for Tom Brady for a forty-three-year-old quarterback. They will be fools. But if they if, believe they have the pieces in place. If they would have had Tom Brady, I bet they would have won that Super Bowl. I bet they wouldn't have. Why you say I, that? I, I don't believe it. You, you you think Tom Brady would have threw them two interceptions, bro? Possibly. I don't think so. Possibly. I would tell you like this, Tom Brady would have made that, that last throw going towards the end zone. He would have. The field, and guess who would have won? Kansas City. If, but if, if the 49ers believe... That much that they have those pieces in place, that they're willing to sacrifice the future of the franchise and sell out for one year to get a ring. In, a lot in, of in the NFL that's so crazy. Yeah, sell but, out for one one game. Yeah, but and you, that's it. But you win that championship though. Uh, oh, if I was a Forty Nine er fan, I would be pissed. But teams have done it before though, because you're not okay. Keep. Would you rather have Jimmy Garoppolo for the Nets? Six years and maybe win a Super Bowl, or cut Garoppolo, bring Brady in for two and guaranteed to win one. But it's not guaranteed though. I'm in asking. theory, if it's I'm, gar- I'm, if if I'm I can asking. absolutely guarantee me a Super Bowl, sign Tom Brady today. If they can get Brady and Julio, where did Julio come from? I'm just league? saying, if they get okay. Well, Mari Mari Cooper contract up. Mari Cooper contract up. So if they get Brady and Amari Cooper, do you think the 49ers can win the Super Bowl then? Yes, yes. I mean they made it with the team they have this year. Exactly. So I mean it's not, you know, crazy to think that they couldn't make it back. But I, I don't see getting rid of your future for a forty three year old quarterback. I mean, you Even say if his last name is Brady. You say getting getting rid of your future. I I see it as guaranteeing a, a Super Bowl. But it's not guaranteed. It's it's pretty pretty much guaranteed. Nah, uh, nah, it's not. Yeah, I I feel like <laughs> it is, bro. With that defense that they got over there, man. I would, I would go on record today, today, and say Tom Brady will never win another Super Bowl. Mm, Tom mm. Brady will never go to another Super Bowl. His Super Bowl days are behind him. And you want to put? I'll put twenty dollars on that. That he'll make it to another Super Bowl. I don't know about winning another. I say he would never make it to another hey, Super Bowl. I, I, I put twenty dollars. Ladies and gentlemen, make it. you can't see it, but that that is a handshake on that twenty dollars. I, I, I put twenty dollars that he make it on make it to another one. Okay, it's he, he can make it to another one. Easy. Uh-huh. I think he's done. But yeah, give me uh Tennessee and you know I got I got to I I, I wouldn't be a Dallas fan if I didn't believe. Give me Tennessee and Dallas in next year's Super Bowl. <coughs> you, you okay over there? You heard what I said. How about them Cowboys? Huh? How about them Cowboys? You mean, the, you mean the Mavericks, right? Because they'll have a better shot than the Cowboys. You mean Tennessee and the Dallas Cowboys with Dallas winning it all next year? What about the Dallas team you saw this year makes you believe that Dallas team can improve to win a Super Bowl, I'm a diehard Eagles fan, but I'm 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 a realist. Mike McCarthy. We'll go to the playoffs, but we ain't winning the bowl. Mike McCarthy. You think he's gonna make that big of a difference? Mm, I and think he can. Jason Garrett. Yeah, because you gotta think about it like this: it was eight and eight, like 
eight and eight last year. We could have won a lot more games. A lot of those games were possession games. Yeah. A, at least four of them were possession games we lost by possession. You get what I'm saying? So you telling me Mike McCarthy can't change a possession? You tell it so you telling me Mike McCarthy's not that much better of a of a uh coach than Jason Garrett. Mike McCarthy also had uh Aaron Rodgers and couldn't get it done. They won the Super Bowl. Oh, they, they did. Well, won one with the Packers team. I mean, okay, bro, they're not Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, man. I mean, really. But you think you, he can just come in so, overnight and flip an 8-18? and 18 Yeah. As a Super Bowl champion? I think they're building the 8-18, and 18, though. Realistically, I think they're building the 8-18. Eight, eight I'm going to just say this. Y'all had Philadelphia where y'all wanted them. Y'all literally had us bent over barrel. Half of our offense was injured. We're literally signing free agents just to fill a team. Coaching. And y'all lost it. That comes back to coaching. Because the same athletes was on the field. At least for us, the same athletes was on the field. So how is that not coaching? But next year, have a full strength Philadelphia back. A Giants team that's improving. A Redskins team that's improving. I'm not not worried about the Giants or the Redskins. Both of them getting, getting top 10 picks this year. I'm not... I'm not worried about them. At and the uh, Giants is under new regime. What? What? I'm I'm not worried about that at all, man. Who do you got for your Super Bowl Fifty Five predictions? Way too early Super Bowl. Way predictions. too early. I think the Chiefs are, are going to go back. I, I I believe I believe in Pat Mahomes. I believe in Andy Reid, Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins. Those guys, man. I I really think they're built to last. They're built for the future. And give me Green Bay. Oh, really? Okay. They, I mean, they they were right there this year, and uh, so Aaron Rodgers coming back, man. I I think Green Bay will have a shot next year. You think Green Bay might have a shot? Yeah, next year? Rodgers Rodgers need a second one. Oh man, okay. I I mean, if, if that's what you, I I'll, I'll mm. all right. Four completely <laughs> different teams. Okay. Alright, that's fine, that's fine, man I don't, I don't see Green Bay making it out The, the NFC, but okay I, I don't see Dallas making it out of their division But Hey, re, hey, man Like for real, for real, I think the 49ers Will get at Green Bay again, man So It is what it is, but Alright, so On to the next, top set, the next topic We got the Combine coming up On the 27th so, who do you think scoring first overall? Oh, man, it's no question. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow would definitely be first, man. The records he broke this year, the type of year that he had, it's a, it's a year that you don't normally see quarterbacks having. Uh, so, without a doubt, the Bengals is going to take hometown Joe. Well, you know, Joe is, is like like I said, same thing. When I was talking about Brady, you know, last week being the greatest, the offense was set up for him to succeed. Yeah. Plus, he had two all-star receivers. Yeah. But the offense was set up for him to to succeed. You know, when the offense offense is set up for you to to for you to succeed, you're going to re- succeed. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Just like Derrick Henry, as soon as they started running the ball more, that's how he became the, the leading rusher. You know? Yeah. But yeah, I think Joe Bor- Burrow definitely going number one overall to the Bengals because of what he did, and also he's from Ohio. I mean, it's, it's it's a great story. You know, kid grew up in Ohio. Um, 
played at Ohio State. Yeah. Then transferred to LSU, won the Heisman, and he's gonna get to go home and represent his state with pride. Uh, so that it, it's a it's a really good story. Um, I I'd be happy to see it. You know, uh, what's what's amazing to me for two reasons. Number one, Tua sent that fifth going to the Dolphins. It's amazing, number one, that in spite of Tua's injury, he still sent that fifth. Number two, <laughs> the Dolphins tanked for the first pick, which they thought would be Tua. They ended up winning a few games and got the fifth pick, and it's still slated for Tua. It's magic, man. It's magic, man. That's 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 pretty crazy. I mean, it, I don't care. They try to take all they want to. They got a chance to beat the Patriots. They gonna beat the Patriots. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But yeah, man. Uh, that I I mean, to me, you know that that that's I don't have a problem with that. You know, two of the same thing. You know, had got an injury, but. The doctor saying he's going to be the same too as he was before, so why not? You know, take that chance. Yeah, it's been it's been bigger bust. You know, you've had number one overall picks that's been bust. Big you bust. know, oh yeah. And so I mean, picking a number five QB, you know, that might be a bust because of an injury. You know, I think that I I could live with that. You know. Oh yeah, definitely. So let me ask you this: If you were an agent and you were looking at at the top ten picks. Mm-hmm. Which guy would you prefer to represent? Which which well which quarterback would you prefer to represent? Which one do you think would yield you the most success? So you got Joe Burrow, uh, Tua, Justin Herbert. Um, it'll probably have it'll probably have to be Joe Burrow because I think he's the most pro style, either him or Justin Hubert to me. Herbert or or the two most pro style quarterbacks. What scares me with Burrow though is how pedestrian he was last year. He was very average last year, and it wasn't until they got Joe Brady and they got the system going that he flourished. He's not gonna have Joe Brady in Cincinnati because Joe Brady's gonna be in Carolina this year. Yeah, but you know that's like I said, man. They they put him in a put any any quarterback or running back. In the right system for them to succeed, and they have the talent to, they will succeed. But you gotta have it. It, it all starts up front, you know. Looking at the the, the college football, you know, sign of day rankings, you know, Georgia, Alabama, Clemson, LSU, the top four. The the reason why you see those teams in the playoffs, why they be having so much success. It's because it starts in the trenches. The majority of offensive linemen and defensive linemen recruited from high school go to the SEC. That's correct. And then the majority of the offensive line, defensive line drafted in the league in the first two rounds come from the SEC. That's correct. It doesn't matter how good of a quarterback you are. If you don't have a good offensive line that can protect you while you're back there in that pocket, you're not going to be able to do anything if you're back there running for your life. Yeah. You know, so it's not just – it's a team sport. You it's have a to have a team is. around you. You have to have the right pieces around you for you to be successful, you know. Because look at some of the great – look at some of the great college college quarterbacks that went to NFL and done nothing. They haven't had good offensive lines. You get what I'm saying? They haven't had 
a number one, a true number one receiver. So what what do you want them to do? You know, you're not helping them. You think they're just supposed to go out and just be awesome? You know, like Vince Young when he went to the Titans, they have no pieces around him. Yeah. You know. So what do you want them to do? Oh, just be Vince Young. I can't just be Vince. I had receivers in, in, in college, bro. Like, what you mean? I had an offensive line in college. Yeah. My defense was straight, you know? Yeah. We ain't have to beat everybody by scoring 45 every game, you yeah. know? Even though we ran, they ran through everybody pretty much. But you, you get what I'm saying, man? Yeah. Like, I got you. I'm, the, the player I'm most excited about uh, is C.D. Lamb out of Oklahoma. Man, he's going to – he's slated to go to the Cardinals. Mm. Pairing him with Larry Fitzgerald, if, if Fitzgerald can can take him up under his wings, teach him the ropes of the game. I'm I'm surprised Fitzgerald coming back for another year though. I believe real. he is. He he is, and I'm surprised about it. I thought he would have called it quits by now, but he been healthy over the years, never suffered a major injury, you know, throughout his career. Yeah. And it sucks he spent his career at the Cardinals. You almost forget he's even over there. Man, he's in the top 100, man. Like, he's one of the best receivers to play the game. Like, easily one of the best receivers to play the game, man. Yeah. Uh, You like C.D. You like C.D. Lamb? Yeah, I like C.D. Lamb, man. I, I, I enjoy watching him, him in Oklahoma. So him and um Jalen Hurts made a great team together, you know. He's fast. He's quick. Good hands. So so out of out of the top ten draft prospects right now, who do you think is gonna make the the most noise the first year? The first year, the most noise. I think it's gonna be Joe Burrow. I think I think it's either gonna be Jerry Judy to the Panthers. That was my pick. It's it's gonna be Jerry Judy to the Panthers, cause. Besides Christian McCaffrey, who else do they have? Yeah, you know they're gonna rely on on a guy like Judy and with his with his speed. Yeah, I definitely think he's gonna make either, the most either him or uh, Chase Young coming off the end. Oh, he going to the to the Redskins. That man. that Redskins defensive line is sleepy good. They man, is. They keep sleeping. They on keep them. getting injuries though, man. That's what's wrong with them. Everybody yeah. like the Eagles was banged up last year. No. They would, the Eagles was banked up. The Redskins was hurt. <laughs> they was injured. <laughs> like, I mean, come on, man. Like, they they was legit injured. Because, I mean, like, really, they have probably, if you're looking at it, one of the, to me, one of the best defenses in the league is just all of them hurt. Getting them on the field at the same time is yep. the problem. That, that, that is the problem. Yeah, uh, I like chasing on them, though. <laughs> the boy's a beast, and it cannot be denied. You know, some some I find interesting about the uh, the top ten draft board is our is slated to have two players in the top ten, and they were trash this year. But you see where they from though, the trenches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but in the take the SEC, if if you have a top ten defensive end, you're making noise. Yeah. I mean, you're 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 doing you're winning at least eight games just off it. Top ten defensive line alone. But, uh, 
yeah, well, yeah. But you know, in the SEC, you're gonna have more than because he was, they was he was probably the only star on that defense. You know what I'm saying? The only player they got to worry about. You yeah. know, in the SEC, you'll have an all star defensive end, all star linebacker, and and all star in the secondary. You know. Yeah. So you got a game plan for a whole lot more in Iowa. You got one defensive end, and you ain't worried about the other three up front. You know, oh, we doubling him. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Still gonna run the ball. Yeah, still, still, yeah, still running to. Oh yeah, yeah. he'll go tight end to your side just, just, just because off GP. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I got to, I got to. I thought it was interesting though, man. But moving on, let's move on, man. To, well, for y'all it will be yesterday, but for us, we're recording this on Wednesday night. For us today is National Signing Day. I remember a time that National Signing Day used to be the day. The event, man. Man, you couldn't wait to wake up on National Signing Day, pull up the computer, pull up your phone, try to follow it, man, watching the videos drop, man, watching Facebook go crazy, Twitter go crazy. But with the early signing period, man, it's lost its luster. It's definitely not the same. I'm I'm not mad about it because I enjoyed the early signing, the early signing period, and I think it's great that we give the recruits time because the system isn't designed for them you, you know what I'm saying like it was it's like the NCA didn't design that system for the recruits it was designed for the schools which it should be designed for the recruits I think they should have more time to decide on where they're gonna go yeah. that, that's just my opinion it's it's like we told the NCAA we said no something needs to change this is not right. They said, we're going to change this for college football. We're going to add an additional signing date. We're like, that ain't what we want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but it is what it is, man. And as it stands right now at the end of the day, Georgia has won your national championship of signing, of recruiting. Um, they, they're standing with the number one ranked class, followed by Alabama, Clemson, LSU at four, Ohio State at five, Texas A&M, Auburn, Florida, Texas and coming in at number ten is the University of Tennessee. Um, good old Rocky Top. Good old Rocky Top, man. Jeremy Pruitt trying to rock us on back. Uh, what's interesting is the SEC has seven of your top ten schools in recruiting, which I guess is nothing new. But they wonder why the SEC is the most dominant conference in college football. Who are you most surprised about in the top ten? Most surprising school in the top ten for me would be Tennessee. Tennessee. As a Tennessee T- man. Tennessee is, is really surprising at number 10. But to me, what's even more surprising is Texas A&M at number 6. I mean, I know Jimbo's a, a recruit, recruiter and everything, but to have a number 16, I mean, that's that's that's, that's that speaks volumes for Texas A&M. Because, I mean, it's, it's Texas A&M. You know, they don't even play Texas anymore. You got to compete with Alabama, LSU, and Auburn every year, you know, and they're not a top-tier SEC team. That's and, true. And for them to be at number six, like... But, I mean, last year they finished number four. But they didn't do anything with it, though. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. They're young. This year, Texas A&M would be better. I, I hope so, man, because Texas A&M used to be a tough out for everybody, but... The past couple of years, they just haven't been. For Jimbo's sake, yeah. I hope they're better because, you know, they signed him to that massive contract. Yeah. So, but yeah. God, Rocky Top at number 10. Number 10, baby. We coming back. Y'all better, hey, the SEC better be on alert, man. Something good is happening in East Tennessee. 
Y'all better wake up yeah. and realize. You've you been saying that for what, 12 years hey. now? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, man, the band is back together. We got, as our um, athletic director, Philip Farmer, head yeah. coach Jeremy Pruitt. They just brought Jay Ground back. Uh-oh. We got T. Martin on the staff. I, I think, you know, finally, we're putting together something special, man, and that's coaching as well as players. It's 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 going to be a fun ride on the way back up. Um, well, it's yeah. great, man. You know, roll, tide, roll. You know, even though we fell a spot from last year down to number two, but, you know, it's still roll, tide, all day, every day, you know. Hopefully, you know, we don't have any – we won't have the injuries like we did last year, you know, because the injuries did play a, a big part of last year's season, you know. But, you know, hope, hopefully hope, – hope, hope, Hopefully we can go ahead and bring, bring the championship home, you know. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, definitely, man. You know, yeah, Alabama's not going anywhere no time soon. As much as I want them to. <laughs> as much as I want Nick Saban to go ahead and hang it up. It appears that he's not. Um, it's all good. Alabama, to me, is still the standard in college football. Mm-hmm. They, they, is starting to change that, man. They didn't win it this year. Touche, but they were where they were. They were where Alabama wasn't. Injuries, man. <sighs> Don't give me the injury excuse. I'm a Tennessee fan. You gonna give me the injury excuse? <laughs> Injuries, bro. We the most bad look program in the nation. Yeah, but oh, but y'all got y'all number ten sitting on the big board right there. But I mean, you know, until. Until Clemson get as many national championships as Alabama in a modern era, then to me Alabama still the 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 standard. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, an injury here, injury there to any any team. You know, if you lose your starting quarterback on any team, your team's gonna suffer. You know, but I I don't know, man. Like to me, Alabama's still the standard. You know, you're not anybody till you beat Bama. You know, the national championship this year beat Bama. National championship last year, Clemson beat Bama, you know. But the year before that, who it was? It was Bama. Bama. You get what I'm saying? The year before that, Clemson. The year before that, Bama. You get what I'm saying? So, I'm, until... I'm, I'm tempted to make another bet with you about Nick Saban. What, what about it? I'm gonna I'm I'm sit over here and I'm gonna stew on it for a minute. Okay. I'm, I'm definitely thinking about it. Though. Okay, because Miss Terry cool down there in Tuscaloosa. She said she ain't moving nowhere. I, I, I don't said look, they ain't I mean, going nowhere. At, at this point, I don't think Saban would leave. I'm looking for him to retire. Um, but it, it was my bet that I'm thinking of is will Saban win another championship? Not make it win. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I'm gonna think about it. For yeah, a while. yeah. Let me sit on. You, you can still on it all you want to. <laughs> Let me think about it. I got, a, I got a question for you. Go ahead. Two people in the same coaching tree: Bill Belichick and Nick Saban. Mm-hmm. Who you think will retire first? Belichick. I think once Brady's out, I think Belichick can hang it up. I, I see. I bet the difference on that, man. Because I think Belichick want to win one without Brady, so he can say, "See, it's me that won them championships, not Brady." 
I see your point, that, and that's that's a good point, and that's an angle I haven't thought about. Yep, that's that's, that's why he was trying to get rid of Brady because he wanted to show Robert Kraft, nah, it's me winning these championships. Yep. I'm the man around here. That's a dangerous move though, because if you don't win those championships, or I mean, they're not going to rely on Jared Stidham. I hope not. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I you hope know, Jerry Brady, Brady, Brady could be back there whispering in his ear, man. You never know, man. You never know. <laughs> the I way mean, he did Garoppolo, I doubt it. But okay, think about it like this: Who was Tom Brady before he before he became a starter in New England? Six round pick. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So nobody out of Michigan. If if, if, if Somebody's gonna bring it out. It's gonna be Belichick. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. To me, I don't. I, I see both of them coaching at least five more years. You get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. saving what sixty-three. Both of them over sixty. Ooh. But I, I, I can see both of them coaching at minimum three more. Minimum three yeah. more, if not five. I say seven is probably the max for both of them. Do you think Belichick will walk away, or do you think Robert Kraft have to sit him down? Nah, Belichick, you can't, you can't fire him. You, you can't, you can't. Robert Kraft cannot fire Bill it, Belichick. It, it wouldn't be a fire; it'd be a forced retirement. Difference. If he was gonna force retire Bill Belichick, he would have did after the Flake game. Nah, because Belichick still had an and Brady was coming back. Hell, they won a, they won the Super Bowl. Exactly. Out of all the scandals the Patriots has been through. If Robert Kraft ain't fired him for none of the scandals, he's not. He's six rings, man. He's you. You can't fire. You can't forcibly retire a coach that got six rings. But what I don't want to see happen is the Joe Pa syndrome or the Bobby Bowden, where you have these great coaches. They stay too long. They get old. The university or the franchise is tied to them. They can't let them go, and they're bringing the program down. As they go, but they won't walk away. But I don't think either one of those coaches will bring a program down, though. Even if they own as a you know the head football coach that's up in the press box like Joe Pop, they still gonna have a football mindset. Yeah, but uh, uh, eighty year old Nick Saban can't do what a sixty year old Nick Saban is. You're doing. right. You're right. You're right. But and I don't think so. Even recruiting will take a hit with that. I don't, I don't, I don't think he 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 will stay that long, you know, but I don't see him, you know, still being a, uh, you know, especially like in in college with these these football coaches that's had long tenures, they they have a role after they step away from being the head football coach, they are just like a liaison at the school where they come in, hey, I think you guys need to try this out. It worked for me back in the day. I'm not saying do it, but hey, here's just a plan. Just in case you can take a look at it or not if you want to. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to go talk to the guys. Hey, guys, how y'all doing? Go give them a little motivated speech real quick. You get what I'm saying? And that's how college football does. Now, NFL, they don't, they don't do that. You know, either you're the head football coach or you, you're not. <laughs> you're you not know? a part of the, part of the yeah. Uh, franchise. Yeah, period. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But um, I, I would, I mean, I've never liked the Patriots, but I can respect Greatness, just like what I said last week about Kobe, I can I can definitely respect greatness. So I I'll be sad to see uh, Belichick walk away from the game. It, he will definitely be missed as the greatest coach I've ever witnessed. Saban is great, 
Yep. But Saban is winning college football national championships. Brady, I mean, Belichick is winning Super Bowl rings. But see, that's that's a big part of it. That's that's the difference in Brady and, and I mean, uh, Belichick and Saban, you know. Brady's, I mean, Belichick's doing it pretty much with the same roster. Yeah. Nick Saban got a new roster every year. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? He's turning over. He's t- it's turnover. Not just new roster, coaches. Every year, every two years, he pretty much got a completely new coaching staff. It's not like that with Belichick. They paid him too much money to go anywhere. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? For one. And for two, everybody off of Belichick's trees not panning out. You know, it is what it is. But to me, Saban's the better coach just because what he's been able to do with what he's had with the turnover that he's had. Belichick hasn't had that turnover. Well, okay, but you got Okay, we've seen Saban in the NFL, and we see how that worked out. Saban could could have had success if he stayed longer, I believe. Yeah. Especially if he would have got Drew Brees. Yes. He was supposed to. He definitely would have had success. Yes. But do you think Belichick could do it in college? Do you think Belichick could? Deal with the recruiting aspect. Belichick seems like he don't like to talk, so I don't see how he gonna go in the living room and talk to an eighteen year old. I mean, he don't like to talk to the to the media, you know, per se. But I don't I don't know, man. I, don't, I mean, he's too old to try to step back down into college. To me, you know, besides anyway, he's got plenty of money. So what he's gonna go to college for? His contract's gonna be a lot smaller than it would be with the Patriots or for that any other team, because you know. Coaches ain't got no salary cap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so I mean, then why would you? I don't. I don't see how. Oh, they said Nick Saban like he just couldn't connect to the to the NFL players like he could to to the college players. You know, yeah. He was more of a big recruiter. He liked teaching guys how to be men. You know, Belichick just likes to deal with the men. <laughs> you know, like he he'll. I don't know, I guess Belichick more that, okay, don't come to practice, don't show for a meeting. If I was sleeping in a meeting, five pounds overweight, one pound overweight, or we find you, you know? Yeah. You can't do that in college. Yeah. What you going to do, make them run stadiums, you know? Then you really can't even do that anymore in college because the old buddy that they end up dying from, yeah, oh yeah. you know? Times have so, definitely changed. You know, so I don't know. To me, to me, coaching college is a lot harder with the, just the just overall turnaround, you know? Especially at Bama, that overall turnaround, you know, and Clemson, they they've had the same deep coordinator since. Oh, <laughs> you, man, you, he's been there for a while. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, Brent Venables has been there for a long time. No other coaching staff has has had the turnover like Alabama has with the same head coach. Yeah. No other program in the nation, and he's still at the top. Yeah. Um. It's gonna be interesting to see though, you know, once he do start fading off, cause he will. What goes up must come down. Yeah, I think I think uh, I think Saban will retire before Belichick. I think Saban will retire because Belichick's got a whole lot more bigger support staff that he trusts over Nick Saban. I'm not saying that Nick Saban doesn't trust anybody on his coaching staff. It's just that Tom Brady got more assets at his disposal. I mean, uh, Bill Belichick got more assets at his disposal than Saban does. Yeah. You know, then you can do a lot more to an NFL player that gets out of line than you can 
to a, a college player that gets out of line. Yeah. You know, so I think I think saving the league before Belichick. Okay, okay. So move on down to U U UFC two forty seven. Ooh, UFC two forty seven. I am ready. I'm probably gonna buy the pay per view this Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely going to buy the pay-per-view this area. Y'all can come over for some drinks if y'all want to. But I got to see my boy John Bones Jones in the octagon. Anytime he's in the octagon, is a show. Yeah. I don't care who it's against. It can be against Dan, Dan Cormier. It don't matter, man. But give me uh, John Jones versus Dominic Reyes, you know, for the belt. Reyes is 12-0, and 0, you know. But I, I can't, I just can't pick against Jones, you know. Yeah, Jones got that bigger reach, you know. Jones is—he's only two years older. You get what I'm saying? There's no reason why Jones can't do what Anderson Silva did and just keep fighting, you know, eight more years and still be effective, you know. Yeah, definitely. So give me, give me John Bones Jones. Like I said, I'm—I'm I'm gonna order the fight, you know. ESPN Plus. I'm—I'm I'm definitely gonna order it and, and check it out, you know. Man, that John Jones' reach, man. The 84 and a half inch reach. Yeah, that's that's crazy. But that is crazy. Man. man. He, he don't have to be spending it to you to hit you. John Jones got a lot more experience than, than Reyes does, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the, the record's gonna lie. At all. Saturday, February the 8th. I'm ready. UFC 247. So what what else we got on the docket for the night? Oh man, oh we didn't we didn't hit this, you know, uh Michigan State, they're not without a head coach. Yeah, yeah, and from what I've been hearing in the news, Mark D'Antonio, man, like he told everybody at the end of last year, throughout the recruiting trail, all these recruits, that yeah, I'm gonna be the head coach next year, I'm gonna be the head coach next year, this coming up year for for twenty twenty. But it was a clause in his contract where if he stayed past January, he'll get $4 million. Yeah, 4.3 to be exact. The day before signing day, you decide to say that you're retiring. And that's what sucks, man. I, I like Mark, Mark D'Antonio. I've always had a lot of respect for what he did with the Michigan State program. But for you to walk away the day before signing day, that's... That that's that's hurting, man. That's hurting these high school kids. Yes. That was planning to come to play for you. Exactly. You're crushing them. Play for you. Play for Mark D'Antonio, Michigan State. And not not only the the kids I was going to play for Michigan State, but what about these kids at these other schools? That their coaches are now going to go. Oh, I want to go coach at Michigan State instead of this little small school I'm at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Think about those recruits. So he affected so much of the college football world just by retiring when he did. Yeah, I, I don't know how many decommitted from Michigan State, but today Michigan State finished forty third in recruiting ranks. That's that's horrible. That is that's 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 all because of uh, Mike D'Antonio. You know, it's it's a hundred percent his fault. And I, and if I was an athletic director, like I would be so like I would probably bar him from the stadium. You cannot come back to campus at all. Not to change the subject, but I saw this and it blew my mind. 
take a wild guess of where USC finished in recruiting with him, rankings. Uh, give me twenty third. USC, the Trojans, Southern Cal, finished fifty fifth. Wow. In national recruiting. Oh man, the US Alabama's not gonna play anybody first game of the season this year either. I guess no five star for USC not to sign a five star is crazy. They're that, in your backyard. They just tell you how bad uh, USC is right now, man. Vanderbilt finished in front of them. That's that's really that's a shame, man. They need. I don't know, man. They might as well get Snoop Dogg as a head coach or something, <laughs> bro. Because USC needs something, man. They definitely need help, man. They, hey, if, if I was USC, I'd go through all the money I can to Pete Carroll. Say, come back. Hey, he wouldn't do it. He probably wouldn't. And they would have to take a show, a show clause, but especially, they're already down. Especially, well. especially with what happened with Reggie Bush. They, they, they wouldn't do it. You know who USC need to, need to pursue out of the box hire? Kellen Moore. Uh, I don't think that'll actually be a bad hire. Kellen Moore, I mean. I, I really don't think that'll be a bad hire. He's been in the league. He's played quarterback college, played quarterback in the NFL. Now he's coaching in the NFL, a coordinator. Yeah, I think that – I actually think that'll be a pretty good hire, you know. High-power West Coast offense? Yeah, yeah. That, that'll pretty, be a pretty good hire. Yeah, man. It's, it's <laughs> poor USC. But, yeah, back to Mark D'Antonio. Uh, what's it, Mike D'Antonio? Mike. Mike D'Antonio. So, I'm also hearing that it may be some NCAA sanctions coming. You know, I had I had heard something about it. It was something that I seen about that a couple of months ago. But it, I hadn't seen anything. I haven't heard anything else about it. So, I ain't know if it was true or not. I'm not exactly sure what happened. Like, something like with the recruit or something, I think it was. Yeah. But I didn't hear anything else about it. So, I I mean... I don't know, but it might be coming down the pipe. That's that might be one reason why he decided to go ahead and skip town. You know, they taking your scholarship, they take your scholarships and bang you from the postseason. You know, what's the use of even playing for real? For real, yeah. you know what you yeah. got to play for. I also heard something about a recruit that had a history of sexual violence in high school, and D'Antonio was warned about bringing him in. He brought him in anyway. He sexually assaulted a girl. He's in prison now, but because D'Antonio. Let him come. Yeah, let him come anyway. Yeah. You know that he may be held responsible for that. So I I don't know. We'll see. It's it's Michigan State has been a mess for a while. Yeah. So anything else you want to touch on? Um. Uh, gotta hit B's play. Okay. Gotta hit my play for this week, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna do the Lakers versus the Rockets. Ooh. Okay. Okay. That's tomorrow night. Nine thirty Central. Um. Look, Houston is favorite four and a half. The total right now sits at 223. Ladies and gentlemen, take the over. Take the over. That will be my play. Okay, okay. Take the over. Guaranteed you will not win. Hey, you better check my record. For the Super Bowl, I hit it right. Yeah. So I'm 1-0. Get with me. But, all right, that's, that's it. You want to take us out? Ladies and gentlemen, once again, thank you for joining us for this week's episode of On Two. Um, as always, you can follow us on Twitter um, at On Two Podcast. You can find our Facebook page, On Two Podcast. Um, join us every week right here wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we're on Apple, we're on Google, we're on iHeartMedia, we're on Spotify, 
wherever you find your podcast at, that's where you can find us. As always, I've been your host, B. And Breezy. On two podcasts. Out.